0: I sang at my wedding. Of course I did. It was one of the things I was expected to do. Hell, I was expected to sing anywhere I went. I wasn't famous, at least not very famous. I had a number of albums out, and if you were in the music industry, you knew who I was. Oftentimes, I'd be called to help with particular vocal needs on particular kinds of albums. I was one of those select few recording artists that were unknown outside of a very small and dedicated group of fans, but were very respected among other professionals. So when Charlie married me, it was no surprise at all that he asked me to sing at our wedding. Not that Charlie was one of those friends of mine who expected me to sing no matter what. In fact, the wedding was the first time he requested it. It was a refreshing change of pace All of my previous boyfriends wanted to show me and my voice off all the time, but not necessarily showing me off in that purely complimentary way. You know, taking me out to a fancy restaurant, sitting me down, lavishing attention on me, and just knowing that everyone else around was jealous? No, most of the boyfriends had wanted more than that, so we'd go to a party and a microphone would be handed to me. It got old very quickly. Charlie never did that. When we were out, it was all about me, not my talent, and it was only for our wedding that he asked me to sing. Strangely enough, he had asked not because he wanted to hear my voice, but primarily because he didn't think anyone could do it as well as I could. How do you argue with that? I told him of course I would, and I picked a sultry jazz number that still had enough feeling and taste in it that it wasn't inappropriate for a wedding. Of course, everyone oohed and awed and loved it. And then, Charlie and I were off on our honeymoon. He really was a wonderful man, and I was more in love with him than I'd ever been with anyone else in my life. We took a private jet that one of the studios had loaned me. They owed me a favor for fixing tracks on one of their pop albums, so that it wasn't obvious that the artist was just a pair of tits and a tiny young ass without a voice. We took the private jet to a Caribbean resort, It was breathtakingly beautiful, and on the jet, we made love. It wasn't the first time we had made love, but it was especially sweet and wonderful, and when we came together, he stayed inside of me for a long time, while I held tight to him with my legs wrapped around his waist as I kissed him. He smiled, pulled out, kissed my neck, my cheek, and my chin. It was safe to say that we thoroughly enjoyed the flight. When we got to the resort, it was picturesque. Amazingly, Charlie had accidentally booked me in the one country where my album sales put me on par with a few superstars. Of course, when it's a small Caribbean island, being on par with superstars doesn't really mean that much in terms of money, but it was a new experience for me when people recognized me. I got asked for autographs. I got constant questions. People brought their kids to me to take pictures, and I have to admit that it felt pretty good. On the other hand... I wasn't there to be a star. I was there to start my new life with my husband, but he seemed to be enjoying it as well. We settled in and spent our first day pretty much staying in bed, enjoying each other's bodies and enjoying the beginnings of our new life together. When we finally ventured out on the second day, we took in the sights and ate at fancy restaurants while the natives continued to lavish me with praise. By the end of the second day, I realized how many celebrities could begin to believe that they were in fact invincible, that they were perfect and more important than they actually were. When I got up to the room that night, Charlie kissed me and he asked me whether or not I ought to give some sort of performance while we were there. I smiled at him. The resort had a lounge, but the amount of planning and effort that had to go into a concert made it kind of a silly and unrealistic idea. He smiled saying, no, I don't mean for the crowd, but my dearest and oldest friend is actually in town on business. He called me to ask if I wanted him to bring back some of the local rum. I told him to give me three cases and deliver it to the hotel room. I laughed along with him and then I thought about it. Charlie's oldest and dearest friend, if I recall correctly, was Arthur and I'd never met him. My eyes lit up. Is this the famous Arthur that you're always talking about? He grinned and nodded his head in response. So we finally found the first person you need to show me off for, I said. His face fell for a moment, and he asked if I didn't want to do it. I giggled. Of course. I want to do it for you.